EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. A new year and a new EV roundup brought to you directly from EV Comply. So let's see what's been happening this year already. Just announced this year, Honda, Japan's second largest automaker, is set to launch a new EV brand in China this year, with plans to roll out 10 models with the partners Dongfang and GAC. The factory would have a production capacity of 120,000 vehicles a year, Honda is saying. Uh, They'd like to build the new factory in Wuhan to exclusively manufacture electric vehicles from 2024. And of course, we hope it happens because it's very needed. So range anxiety is a thing and it is actually proving to still be the main reason why many people are wary of buying an EV. Now that's exactly why Michigan battery technology company Our Next Energy claims to have the solution. So they have a proof of concept battery power that they think will work. Well, they know actually it's tested uh, to increase range with one charge on an EV. Now, they took the Tesla Model S, they retrofitted it with one of their prototype batteries. It completed a road test across Michigan in mid-December with an average speed of 55 miles per hour. The test car achieved 752 miles on a full battery charge and the results were validated by a third party, which is brilliant. Later on, they then actually tested the Model S again and they found that at 55 miles per hour, it ran for an impressive 882 miles on a single charge again. So it works, clearly, and it's very needed. If it's going to help with range anxiety, then bring it on. A massive well done to our next energy. Could Chrysler be hitting the EV market this year? Now, maybe not this year, but they're definitely moving things forward. Now, they did actually showcase at the CES show in Las Vegas the airflow concept. It has become a reality. Now, two years ago, we were previewed some sketches of this, and now it is a thing. Now, the US manufacturer, which of course has become part of the 14 brand Stellantis, says that the concept is going to be put into plans to go all electric by 2028. Now, the first fully electric Chrysler model will arrive by 2025. And while the brand has not confirmed whether or not it will be based on the airflow, the concept does hint at the design cues and the technological advances that Chrysler plans to implement on its first EVs. We're very excited about them branching out into the market. It's a bit of an open field, isn't it? A lot of people are coming forward, including... Sony. Yeah, let's talk about them. So the giant group corporation is planning to launch an electric vehicle arm to the business this spring as a step towards commercially launching their SUV called the Vision S. Now, they first showcased this at the CES show in 2020 in Las Vegas. Now, this year on the 5th of January, they were at the trade show again and they did model the Vision S again. But It's all a little different now because it has, since 2020, undertaken public road testing, safety testing and 5G driving tests. Um, They've not yet said when the model specifically is going to hit the market, but they have let us know a little bit about it. Now, the company is going to be called Sony Mobility. That's what they're going to push this uh, Vision S through. And they have confirmed 
that it has 200 kilowatt motors and a top speed of 112 miles per hour. It has not yet confirmed battery technology, size or range. However, they have published information about the car's digital technologies. Now, we would, of course, expect for these to be quite good with it being Sony. It's a seven-seater SUV. It boasts 5G connectivity, remote operation um, capabilities and 360-degree sensors, including active pixel sensors and light detection and uh, some raging sensors as well. Now, there's also going to be a digital driver, um, which I think is quite cool. And the car is able to detect gesture and voice commands from the driver also. So, you know, all the technology's there. The business appears to be there. I don't see why this cannot hit the roads, at least at the back end of this year. Fingers crossed. So that's the car to be looking out for. But what companies should we be keeping our eye on? Now, over the past 75 years, many startups, as we know, have tried to crack the code and enter the automotive market. But they've really not succeeded, have they? Virtually no one. Of course, there's Tesla, which is a rare exception. They took full advantage of the emerging interest in EVs. They've been ahead of the game and they now remain ahead of the game. They had a head start, didn't they? But Rivian is one that we should be looking at. Now, arguably, they are the strongest of all the new startups. Uh, a lot of people agree with this. The company has piles of cash. Of course, they've got the backing of the early investors of Ford and Amazon, so they're not going to be running out of cash anytime soon. And it is an expensive field to get into, isn't it? Now, there's Lucid. The CEO and Chief Technology Officer, Peter Rawlingson, was the man who actually whipped the original Tesla Model S into shape so he knows his stuff um, and of course we had the Lucid Air sedan as well so as a startup that's quite strong then you've got Fisker now it takes its name from Henrik Fisker who won kudos as the designer for Aston Martin so he knows how to make things look good now he launched his first brand with the plug-in Karma Sport car the company crashed spectacularly, to be fair. But Fisker, who is a Danish-born entrepreneur, is back with a new startup focused solely on EVs. Then, of course, we've got Polestar, which we all know and love. Uh, a little different from, you know, the other names that I've just mentioned, because it is a spin-off of Volvo and, of course, its Chinese parent, Geely. But they're still a standalone brand. Uh, they do their own thing. They've got their own ideas. And of course, their rise and fall is on their own merit. So we wish Polestar well. Now, who's up and coming that you maybe haven't heard of? Well, there's VinFast and they're Vietnam's first real car company. They were formed in 2017 and they had their first model, which was a gas-powered SUV, on sale two years later. It's now focusing exclusively on EV vehicles and they recently showed off two of these at an LA auto show. And then we've got Canoe. Uh, the designers certainly don't play it safe. They focus mainly on minivans. They've noticed the niche with that. Very similar, really, to the old VW microbus. Uh, they've taken full advantage of the skateboard-like platform and they actually put motors and batteries mounted underneath. They're one to watch. I think that's a strong list. I think it's anybody's game this year. So let's see what unfolds. Also this week, Mercedes-Benz has unveiled the Vision EQXX prototype, which it says can go 621 miles per charge. Now Daimler, soon to be rebranded as Mercedes-Benz, 
announced plans in 2021 to invest more than 40 billion euros by 2030 to take on Tesla in the all-electric car market, including building eight battery plants. From 2025, all its new vehicle platforms will only make EVs. It has said, and it's a very good-looking prototype. You can check it out on our social media feed. In other news, new road policy documents, which are set to go before councillors at various area committees in the coming weeks, have revealed that Aberdeenshire Council will not allow EV owners to charge their vehicles unless they have their own off-road driveway to do so. Now, the document, which will be discussed Uh, a little later on with councillors next week, states that Aberdeenshire Council do not consent the on-street charging of electric vehicles, where this would involve cables either with or without cable protectors crossing the footway or any other part of the road. Similarly, we would not permit the installation of charging apparatus in public roads where this was for private rather than public use, which is a very interesting stance, but obviously something to check in your local area when purchasing an EV. Speaking of charging, until recently, the ricketiness of charging stations didn't really matter much, did it? I mean, fewer people have been using them, and those who did simply grew to accept the glitches because it's been teething problems, hasn't it? Now, no company ever reveals the moans or the stats on the complaints with regards to charging stations. Obviously, why would you? It's so negative. But Ford is finding that more than 21,000 people who have bought the Ford Mach-E are not so patient when it comes to charges. Now, they've not shared stats or anything too damaging, but they have said this. Some of those annoyances are more annoying than others we have noticed. They range from the slightly annoying waiting for the station to authenticate you are who you say you are, sometimes that can be a bit slow, to seriously annoying such as needing to move to another charger because the one you're at is just broken, which is very, very annoying. Now, I'm sure you have some of your own grievances um, or things that kind of grind your gears a little bit, but we're getting there, aren't we? We are. It's technology. There's bound to be teething problems, as I said earlier, and I'm sure we will continue to go from strength to strength in this industry. It's going to be a very exciting 2022 and one that we're really looking forward to here at EV Comply. And finally, ending on a positive, research by ZapMap has revealed that EV drivers are highly satisfied with their decision to purchase a zero emissions car. The poll revealed that more than 90% of drivers are extremely happy with their EV and would not want to replace it with a petrol or diesel car and less than 1% wanted to return to a petrol or diesel vehicle. So that's all from me, our first podcast of the new year. We hope that it's got off to a flying start for you and your company. And we will be back with you next Friday. From everyone here at EV Comply, have a top weekend.